Oh man. Rolling. Rolling. Rolling down the river. We really do want to start a band, but it's not going yeah. so hot so far, oh, guys. We got a name though. Tangerine Tambourines. Check us out on Bandcamp. Text us if you think it's a good. Text us one for yes, two for no, three for Zoe, you're the best. Oh my god, we're getting the results. It's just uh, us. Three. three. Oh my god. <laughs> you know you could text me. Welcome back to the Drunk Dial Hotline. I'm Natalie. I'm Zoe. And I'm Garrett. And we are the Drunk Dial Hotline. Tonight's episode is The Purge. Ooh, I thought you say that. <laughs> We're just going to go straight down our voicemails. We don't know what's going to come up. This is a, a, in translation that means we were too lazy to pick some no, out. Don't tell so them, don't these, tell them that. these are what we've got. It's just got. a new thing we want to try out. <laughs> um... I'm excited. I feel like we have some things to talk about, though. Do we? Do we have updates? Updates. Updates. We do. We have a shout out to mm. Greg. Yes. My Ooh. sister's coworker, who's our number one fan. <gasps> I love Greg. He's on top of the new episodes, and we appreciate you, man. Greg, I didn't even know you, and I love you, man. Anything else? Do we need to update <laughs> the public on anything else? I had a delicious salad from Veggie Grill tonight at Veggie Grill. Uh, I would love you to sponsor us. Hit us up. Mm. <laughs> Garrett, um, Garrett still got a red beard. Still have a red beard. Uh, still rocking the glasses. Oh, you know, I just started wearing uh, tennis shoes and jeans. Oh yeah, uh, we're working on it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it, it seemed to elicit some sort of like negative reaction from uh, my two co-hosts here. And um, <laughs> I just, you know, I want to get to the bottom of it, so I'm going to post some pictures on the Twitter. And liar, <laughs> liar, liar! You guys just tweet at us and let me know if uh, you guys think that you know. Tennis shoes and jeans combo. Can is, we do a survey? Can yeah, we do one of those we Twitter do a Twitter survey. Survey. Yeah. One, yes, two, <laughs> no, three, Zoe's the best. Results are pouring in. Oh my gosh. <laughs> a sea of threes. Amazing. Shall we jump into the most recent voicemail? Let's jump in. I'm so excited. Here we go. Um, hey, it's me, Flo. I was really happy because I was featured in the uh, day after Halloween party, but I was really pissed off. Because Halloween started the heathen. So I was pretty bad. Kind of like with the lesbian holiday. So but I was a pretty much a lesbian two months, and that's because my daddy didn't hug me. So, anyway, that should be a lesson to everybody. Even if they're a little lesbian, same flow, with kind of a little bit of penis and a vagina. So, whatever. That's just who I am. Okay. Anyway, um, let me, um, maybe if you could answer this. You guys have a really good podcast, but also it's pretty anti-Jesus. So I was pretty much wondering where you go to celebrate Jesus. Because I heard one of you is a Jewish, which isn't pretty good. So, but pretty kind of bad, because Jesus was a Jew, but then we put nails in his hands, which kind of probably hurt, but maybe not. Some people like to get nails in their hands, because they're kinkies. Anyway, uh, call me back. My number is 1-800-FLOW-DYKE. Bye. Flow, flow, flow. Cockle or cockle? Cockle? I I read, I heard cockhole. (laughs) (laughs) Which from the the rest of uh, her voicemail uh, would make sense to me. Sure, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, sure. mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm so glad Flo called back. 
Do we remember Flo at the party? Yeah. Barely, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. was a jammed party. Um, it was. Yeah, there was about 110 people. I remember Flo's voicemail more than I remember True. seeing Flo <laughs> at the party. Thanks for calling again, Flo. Um, you know, I, I, I felt called out, and uh, I'm a Jew, and... Uh, Gary, did you know that? I, I, uh, I was not aware. Oh, until, shit. Until very recently. I mean, Jew... It's fine. No, it's cool. Ish, it's cool. like the Christians, <laughs> Jewish like Jesus. Oh, Jewish like Jesus. Jesus. Jewish in a Jesus kind a of Je- way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is bad. We got to get off this topic. <laughs> well, he asked, "Where do I go? Where do you go to celebrate?" Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, currently in between celebrations. <laughs> yeah, currently but, on the couch. <laughs> I got a, I got a question. Yeah. Did you, I mean, first of all, let me preface by saying, what is gender? Right. Always. Did she say, I got a little bit of penis and a little bit of, <laughs> like a little bit of both? Wow. You know, I heard that too. I'd let. Uh, I'd like to see. I'd like to see what? it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> really? Just from like a medical standpoint, yeah. right? From pure curiosity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that. From pure anatomy. I get that. I think, we're, I think we may be welcoming unwanted text yeah, messages. Yeah, let's not put out there that we want <laughs> pictures of genitals. Such a good point. Uh, such a good point. No, I really no. like Flo. I think I think Flo is is such a great caller. Um, I did I did kind of pick up some sadness uh, in this voicemail. Yeah, there was her daddy underlying. didn't hug her. Her daddy didn't hug her. That oh, sounds... I missed that. Oh, and that's why she that's was a lesbian for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. That's, that was her reasoning for giving why she was a lesbian for a little bit. Oh. She called back to explain her lesbian history, remember? She left us just so curious right. as to what she had gone through. And this is it. She was a lesbian for a little bit because her daddy didn't hug her. But she decided she wasn't anymore? You know, I don't know. I think I she found know. Jesus. Oh, yeah. no. I know this is a sad uh, thing to then turn to, but... Yeah. Uh, I know someone, someone I went to school with, who was very out, uh, or no, sorry, was very Christian. Um, He then got into the musical theater program at my school and came out, and his parents 100% disowned him. (gasps) And the program was really great and, like, helped him pay for school and get through the program quicker so he wouldn't have to be at the school for so long. Um, And then right after graduation, I'm guessing he, like, mended things with his parents they made him go to like a conversion, conversion therapy oh. like a conversion camp and now he is married <gasps> to a woman see i feel like going to a conversion camp wouldn't help because then you're just there with a bunch of other people who are gay <laughs> they're trying to convert and it sounds like a good time Hear me conversion out. camp is the new dating <laughs> app <laughs> it's horrible just throwing this out there and this is like me just being like paranoid um what if like like what did they go to school for Musical theater. Musical theater. Okay, so like, there's some performance in that. Some performance aspect of that. Um, I'm wondering, like, did they just pretend to be gay and just so they could get those scholarships? Is that is that like a crazy... It was not a scholarship. It was like a under the table, we're going to yeah. push you through fast and help you out so okay. you can get out of here because it's a it's a community of gay people. Yeah. They're not going to be like, well, you can't pay for school. Bye. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, like, that'd be sick as fuck. Right, yeah. It'd yeah. be taking advantage. Sick in the head. Yeah. 
I mean, he. I also know men he had sex with, so like, yeah. Okay, well, that yeah, yeah I guess that kind of answers that question right. then. <laughs> <laughs> what I really like about Flo is yeah. her use of heathens. Just like mm. that insult. Yeah. We don't use that I'm enough. not even sure what it means. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure the actual Heathen. definition. It's, it's like a just a hellish human. Someone who deserves to be in hell. A devil. A goddamn devil. It's a good word. Heathen. Ooh. Heathen? Yeah. What constitutes a heathen? What would you say a heathen does? Oh, look at the heathen. He's... Killing babies. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, look at the heathen. He's... Kicking puppies. Yeah. Oh, oh look at the heathen. He's... Ginger with a bread beer. Oh, oh no. no. That's me. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. We just described Garrett. Oh, man. Except for the puppies part. I've never been caught kicking puppies. I've never kicked puppies. I've seen Garrett kick a puppy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those accusations stick, Zoe. Come on, man. Be cool. I think the purge is making us weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no easy transition for that one. I'd like to just move on. <laughs> yeah, it's the purge. Relax. Bring it back. Yeah, yeah let's let's do it. bring it back. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Let's get back into the purge. <laughs> Did a robot call? Oh, just someone saying the fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. Honestly. The fuck indeed, sir. Thanks for calling. I think this is how I interpreted it. I think he really wanted to ask us. Hey guys, there's a lot of different uses for the word fuck. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. your favorite? Oh my <laughs> god, Natalie. You know what? This is why Thanks we for keep the you call, around. Man. This is why we keep you around. Because like honestly, sometimes like my Jewish mind just can't see past certain yeah. things. And yeah. Garrett's ginger face just can't see past. Right. And you just right. hear these things and you translate them for us yes. into the way that we can understand. Because I'm a heathen. Because you're a <laughs> oh <my God>. heathen. <laughs> What's your favorite way to say fuck? Like I love like fuck with an accent is fun. Fuck an A. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've never heard Garrett say that. <laughs> oh, my favorite. You're a sick fuck. Oh, sick yeah. fuck. Yeah, sick one. Fuck. Yeah, sick fuck. Sick fuck. Yeah. It's the k k that really does it yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck is a fun word. I like say. a good uh fuck it. You fuck know, it. just like that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking A, I'm a fucking A, fucking A, Garrett. It's an unplaceable accent. I don't know what that was like. Like Irish, British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They share, they a border, don't they? Anyways, thanks for calling in, man. With such an insightful question, really appreciate it. Let's go into the next voicemail. So we went to start our next voicemail, and then we scrolled down a little bit and realized that this caller called four times. So we're gonna start at the beginning. Here we go. Hey, ladies and Garrett. Um. I'm pretty drunk, and I was like, why don't I journal about the boy? And then I was like, fuck it. I'll just call them, because I had listened to, like, four of your podcasts today. Anyway, journaling's doing great. Trying to figure shit out, but... You know, you always have that one boy who just, like, fucks you over. Even though he's not the one who really did it, you did it to yourself because you're a hopeless romantic and you wear your heart on your sleeve and you really like them. But in today's society, as millennials, it's not really acceptable, Um, which is sad, honestly. 
because I like being romantic with someone and I like showing my affection and the way millennials and society tell us we have to be fucking bullshit. Anyway, I think I've started to like crack the code on why nothing, it didn't work. So I like going through this. But I don't get why I'm holding on to him. And it sucks. I really want to text him and call him, but he ignored me the other day, so I don't think that's a good idea. And I, like, subbed, Snapchatted about him, you know, subtext. And he saw it, and it was bad, and I just feel like it's not a good idea. I don't know. Ugh. Why are boys so confusing? Especially 21-year-olds who, like, are still in college. And I'm not in college anymore. Ugh. Alright, well, I'm just rambling now, so. Hope you ladies and Garrett are having a good day and a good evening and drinking lots of wine or beer or whatever, so. I don't know, I might call back. Depending on how many more cocktails I want to make myself. FYI, I'm drinking alone, which is never a good thing. So, yeah. We'll see if this journaling gets better. Bye. Okay, so so just the fact that there are more voicemails after that. Did uh, that comfort number, you? No, no, not, based on the last not, no, 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 not at all, because he just admitted that, like, he will call again if he makes more cocktails. Yeah, he's made a lot more cocktails. I oh my heart feel for him. I so feel for him. There is that, but I gotta say the boy. I think there are there are and will be plenty of those boys. And the thing that gives me Oof, yeah. um gives me solace and comfort. And I would remind myself when I come along another one of those boys that like in about a month or two you're gonna think back and laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They mean mm-hmm. so little in your life. It's silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First and foremost, you're never drinking alone. You're always drinking with Drunked Out Hotline. Yes, yes, yes. Also, I really love the idea that we are your journal. Yes. We don't have to share them all. If you want us to keep private, send you a private text message. Text we will. Us. We'll text back. Yeah. We'll get texty. Should we talk about the... We all we all laughed. The Snapchat subtext? Subtext. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> like... I don't have Snapchat, so I really need this explained to me. Well, some people will, um, like, you know, snap and just, like, talk towards their face. So I'm assuming he talked generally about the situation. Mm -hmm. And let's be real, caller. We know in hopes for him to see it. Like, you're not going to put that out there for yourself. It's so he can see it. Yeah. And then he saw it, and I'm sure the fact that you didn't get a response from it, that's the... That was the kicker. Yeah, yeah. But at least you could take solace and, like, he watched it. Like, what if he didn't even watch it? Right. He's checking up on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, Lord knows, we all... I literally would, like, when dealing with the next, my friend would Snapchat me, and then I'd, like... First of all, you got to check to make sure you look good. Yeah. Then you got to probably redo it once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you keep checking every five or ten minutes to see if your ex checked your friend's Snapchat. It's exhausting. Yeah, it sounds exhausting. It's exhausting. I don't have Snapchat. 
Yeah, fuck that shit. But I say don't give up on being a hopeless romantic. Yeah. And I look to Garrett because I really feel like he is is a, a... a hopeless romantic as well, a little bit. Maybe no, sometimes. A little bit, yeah. And, yeah. And as as a hopeless romantic. <laughs> he <laughs> loves being referred to as a hopeless romantic, first of all. He just went straight into character. <laughs> it can be easy to go down the route of just, like, upset and angry and jaded and, and you know, fight those urges. I mean, indulge. Indulge, absolutely. Um, like we say, scre- give yourself a certain amount of days. Yes. To be upset. And then we move on. And then we move on. Ugh, I've been in that position so many times. Same. Just utterly heartbroken. Don't Anything. know what to do with myself. If this didn't work, then what is going to work? And it is just such a speck mm-hmm. of my history now that doesn't I even li- matter. I laugh thinking about some of the people I was so upset over. Yeah. And that doesn't, that doesn't like marginalize those relationships at no, all it's not, not at all because it's not it doesn't make them any smaller than they were it's mm. just you I'm grow so much Ter- taylor lawan taylor lawan i'm marginalizing <laughs> okay, you okay well <laughs> sorry taylor <laughs> oh all of zoe's exes listen to the podcast by the way <laughs> or their current girlfriends <laughs> or, yeah yeah or their current girlfriends <laughs> um, but but we grow after a breakup uh and after anything big in your life and it is a big thing uh we grow so much as a as like people and as a person mm-hmm. and, like that that instance still can hold a special place in your heart, but um, it's going to get so much better because you're going to be do so much growing. And It's true. And you know, most of all, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck that fuck boy. Like, that fuck boy is a sick fuck. Yeah, he is. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Fucking A, man. <laughs> I want to know where he goes. What happens? I want to know that, but I also want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He was saying that certain things aren't acceptable for millennials, but what is acceptable? Oh, I have no idea. (sighs) I think it's like the, it's the idea that millennials are all on social media. It's all of this like presented image that we give everyone. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. being romantic is vulnerable and like because of social media and because of of this like other like version or or different version of you that you can create showing vulnerability like doesn't allow that to maintain so Mm -hmm. anything that's like oh he likes me too much or oh he texts me too much or oh whatever 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 oh interesting it it exposes uh, 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 um, a perceived vulnerability that's uh I yeah. Guess? Yeah. Huh. Let's see if he clarified. Maybe maybe he said more in the next yeah. one. Hey, it's me again. Sorry. I know I literally just called 45 seconds ago, but, you know, like I said, I'm drinking alone. You know, it's not, not a good idea. You know what's a great idea, though? Rum and melon liqueur. Pretty good. It's pretty tasty, actually. Anyway, I was thinking, like, why would he even like so well like i kind of know why we met initially we met on tinder first off tinder dates are awful here i only i wrote down my two tinder dates with two guys and i honestly don't even remember their names i think one was jason and the other was steven um 
honestly couldn't tell you the real names if that was even their real names. But so, like, going into it, I knew, I was like this, I met him on Tinder. Like, I have, I don't have a good track record with Tinder, so I'm not going to go into this expecting anything. Also, when I say, like, Tinder dates, I mean, like, we just had sex. Like, we didn't go and he didn't take me out to a movie or anything like that. We just fucked, and that was it. So we, so, well, the first thing is, like, before I even went over to meet him, the the guy I'm talking about, I was at another hookup's house before, and I was with the other hookup before even going to meet this guy, and maybe that makes me a slut, maybe it doesn't. I mean, I call myself a slut sometimes, but I don't. I don't want to be that anymore, and I'm trying not to be it. But, you know, it's hard because I'm in this gay community, and we're all about image, and everyone, we're all men, and we just like that fuck. Not saying women don't like to fuck, but, like, statistically, men have higher sex drives and just want to, like, get off, and it's easier to get men off. Not saying all men, because sometimes I don't even come when I'm hooking up with someone. Oh, God. So, anyway, I met someone else before I met this guy, and then I meet the guy I actually like, and he is the guy I actually like, and I, like, want a relationship with him. Yeah. Oh, he got cut off. Should we finish his next voicemail, or should we talk about this one? I could talk about this one, or but I want to... So many things to talk about. Let's talk about it. Okay, great. So, Tinder date. <laughs> two Tinder Let's dates. start there. We listened to date one. So yeah, date one. Um, I like I like how he clarified that he's like. And by the way, these aren't like movie and dinner. Right. This just I sex. Know. It's like wow. I... Okay, but my question is because this is how it's sounding, and I I'm I'm really excited to hear the rest of the story because it sounds like he's putting that out into the world of like yeah. like he's just trying to have hookups. Off yeah. Tinder. So like, don't go on the dates with people who it clearly feels like you're. You're going to their house, you know? Yeah. We're, we're, like, <laughs> you're not going to public places, right? Right. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that if somebody's asking you to come over for a glass of wine on the first date, it's it's not a, like, mm-hmm. romantic thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a sexual thing, which is fine, and I don't think there's anything wrong. And I say no slut-shaming on Drunk Dial Hotline. You could be all. a slut or not a slut. It doesn't matter. You do you. So, uh. so most importantly, I, I want to get into um, being a self-proclaimed slut. I think that's that's interesting because mm-hmm. um, this person was, they said, I, it, it, like the way they came to that that, that statement was, was interesting because then they followed that with, uh, after proclaiming themselves a slut, they said they're trying not to be a slut. And you, you hit that, uh, that nail on the head of um, stop putting that out into the world. Um, and, and he talks about, like, an image to uphold within his community. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like a lot of the times when we're, when we're uh, trying to, and a lot of millennials deal with this, just trying to put an image out for our community, um, we, kind of, we kind of start playing a character of ourselves, like a character of ourselves. We paint this image, who we want to be or who we'd like to be, and then uh, it gets old, but you're expected to stay into that character and just, like, don't. You're not a character. You can be whoever you want to be. You... And you are allowed to change. Yeah. yeah. Just because you were a self-proclaimed slut for a while doesn't mean you can make that change and 
having been that in the past is okay and what you do in the future is okay. Right. And I also, yeah. I'm good friends with a lot of gay guys and I hear all of them talk about this, this like image uh, and this, um, the gay community being, guys just want to fuck. And there's, you go and you're, you have to either be really hot or you have to be a bear. You have to be a blah, 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 blah. Rather than like, okay, allow that community to be there. Allow those stereotypes to be there. And just, I know it's hard, but like rise above it and, and find people who are a similar state of mind or in a similar situation. I mean, we've talked so many times about, obviously I'm, I'm want to know what the rest of his story is, but we've talked so many times on the podcast about timing and relationships and that. Unfortunately, you and this guy just weren't in your lives at a right time together. And from what it sounds like, you haven't been dating guys who were on your level, and that's why you weren't interested in them. So it's especially hard when finally you like someone, and I'm sure part of you likes him because he doesn't like you in that way. Mm-hmm. You want what you can't have. Mm-hmm. Let's let's see where it goes. All right, so you guys cut me off, but, like, I get it. I've listened to enough episodes. I need to not ramble. Anyway, so, like, I meet the guy I actually like and I want to be with, but from day one, the first, like, the third Tinder message I sent him, I told him I was leaving because I'm moving to Las Vegas, and he's back in Arizona just living his life, going to school, and... I'm just fucking moving around the country every six fucking months and doing whatever. Living here, living there. And, like, I'm not, like, I don't think I'm ready to settle down. I mean, especially if I'm going to keep moving around, I need someone who wants to do that with me. And, obviously, he can't do it right now because he's in school and I'm not. Ugh. Anyway, so we, like, meet. We hook up, have sex. He comes. I don't because, but I didn't come at the first one either, the first hookup. So, I mean, I'm only 22, right? Yeah, I'm only 22, and I know I don't have ED because I'm too young to have it, hopefully, knock on wood. And, um, fuck. And I don't know. It just happens sometimes. I don't come. When I'm with guys sometimes, it's really, it's sad. Uh, but I always make them come. Like, I know how to make you come, boys. Definitely, I get it. Um, but we, like, have great pillow talk. We have great time after. And I don't know where, I don't know, maybe, like, he tells me, so I'm not, like, a big guy. Like, I'm not fat or anything. But, like, I definitely have extra pounds, have a little man boob going on, little belly. And he tells me he's into that. Like, he likes, quote-unquote, bigger guys. And this guy is, like, a twink in the gay community, all, like, thin, small, like, just all-around cute, really liked him. And I don't know if it was, like, I had always been told by the gay community that I need to change my body type. I need to be thin, and I meet this guy. First of all, Garrett got so red. He really, <laughs> really, really appreciated that shout out. And I believe you. I know you could pleasure Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, from the uh, I don't want to get too into your uh, your sex life or your uh, medical uh, <laughs> records for that uh, reason, but um, from what you've said, you sound like a very giving person, and you very just need giving. to find somebody that's like as giving. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you're looking for stability because it sounds like your life is so all over the place. You want somebody that maintains, and it just doesn't sound like you're you're going after that in the right way yeah mm-hmm. and he said he he said that he's not necessarily looking to settle down anytime soon and it's like i think that's kind of like a, I think there's like a misconception in like staying in a place for a long time um and i, I get the, i get the urge to like travel and move and find something but um i don't know i see what you're saying i think there's just a difference between settling down and settling or agreeing to be in a relationship with someone. Yeah. It doesn't mean necessarily that your lifestyle has to change. It just means that you need to find someone who supports your lifestyle. And maybe so a some, similar one. Yeah, someone who would be okay with traveling around with you. You just want to have that constant in your life. You don't want to change your life for someone and then be living in one place that you maybe aren't set on. Yeah. So it sounds like you want a relationship. And I know people that have found relationships on Tinder, so maybe you just need to... Change your approach to yes, it. Yes, 100%. Meet with people at a cafe first. Have some conversation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and then take it home if you want to. Right. If you're on the same page, it's just putting out, you, you're only going to get what you put out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you learn so much on dates with people. Like you learn oh my so gosh. much about them. Like, and like about yourself. They, yeah. yeah, about yourself. Talking to someone new teaches you so much about yourself. Absolutely. And figuring out what you like in somebody and what you don't. So if you don't like that person, yeah, just another check off the list to find what you do like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to be okay, man. You're only 22. You're a baby. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, many, so many more fuckboys to deal <laughs> with. But you're going to be fine. You're going to be just fine. And take advantage of the fact that you get to move around so much. That's awesome. I feel like I know you. <laughs> <laughs> Should we listen to the last voicemail? Yeah. All right. So, sorry again. Anyway, I was saying, like, he tells me that he likes bigger guys and that he, um, that, like, that's his thing. And the gay community ha- is all about image, and it's awful, and I hate it. And it's one thing that I'm pretty, I I try to be vocal about with my friends and other people that um, I'm gay and everything and I support gay rights and all that, but, like, I'm not crazy about, like, the, uh, and this, no, anyway, this is getting off topic. But um, but they're all about everyone has to be thin, everyone has to be pretty, everyone has to look, like, they have to be hot, and I have six-pack abs, and, like, they can't have any type of imperfections, and, like, shit like that. And it pisses me off, because the media, the the gay community that is vocalized and people see, that's what it is. And it's not, like, they don't represent me. They don't represent what I feel is my community. And my people, and then I'm, this guy just comes up and says, I like you the way you are. And I'm shocked, and it, like, takes me back to where I'm, like, where that makes you just feel special. That I want, that he wants to not change me, where all these other guys who I have hooked up with 
want to change me. Or the gay social media, the gay media just tells me to change. That I need to be thin and I need to have six-pack abs and all this other shit. When I'm like, that's not me and that's who I'll never be. Anyway, I wish I would have known about this number on Halloween night and I wouldn't have texted him. Who knows, we still might be together because on Halloween night I got drunk and I texted him things and he knew I was leaving and I, uh, and I just told him like, I don't know why I like you still. Not, not, no, I didn't say that. I said, I don't know why I fell for you so quickly. And he was like, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. But like that at the same time makes me feel that he likes me still but doesn't want to, quote-unquote, be hurt because I'm not. He doesn't call back, right? No. I still want to know why they broke up or why they stopped seeing each other because he's moving. Yeah, he didn't really say until that text. He said he he kind of, this guy came along and, and liked him for him. And, yeah. and that was the first time that that had happened, and you really liked that. So, like, that's great. That's, like, that's like a good thing. And mm-hmm. when you move into your next relationship, you can make sure that they do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then take other things that you've learned. By, like. No, yeah. I mean, we talked about, we said earlier that each relationship you learn something from, whether they're a shithole fuckhead um, or not. And this guy was a reminder to you that, that people like this exist exist and there's somebody out there that's gonna like you for you no matter what size shape race you know ethnicity that you are so it sucks that you you your lives aren't coexisting right now but it doesn't mean that nobody else out there is like this or and probably better for you definitely better for you definitely and you don't you don't have to like you don't have to wait for somebody to notice you like you don't have to do that just find who you are and Figure out what it is you like and just wait for that to come along. You just, you need to stop playing the what if game too. Don't, don't tell yourself what if I didn't text him? What if I didn't do that? Because that's what you did. And if he wasn't okay with that and then from that decided you're not compatible, then you just got to let it go and make room for the next person. It's going to be better. Yeah. And it's hard when you feel like you aren't a part of this community that you want to be a part of because I'm sure you want to feel accepted by the other gay guys around you but you'll find your people other places too your other people that support your lifestyle and your goals for the future yeah i found mine in you too oh well i meant i'm mainly natalie me in the drunk towel hotline (laughs) that was a really wonderful vulnerable call series thank you so much for sharing that with us yes thank you and i hope that whatever rambling that we we went on about helped in some way shape or form because we've all been in this moment oh so many times every listener all three of us like all of my friends have gone through this and you're gonna make it you're gonna be okay because we're all in this together all right one more voicemail yeah Yo, I've, um, this is great because I feel like I was listening to your show and then you guys like stopped around like November and I'm ready for you guys to come back. So like when you have your comeback show for like the new year, I need you to premiere me, um, as like one of the people who is on the show. 
I'm like, I'm like, I've been following your entire, you know, like career and shit. It's pretty great. Like, you know, Drunk Style Hotline and, and all the greatness. I feel like, uh, this, this could be the beginning of something really beautiful. Um, but overall, like, yeah, man, this is, this is pretty great. I feel like you guys, you guys do like a really awesome job with like this and like other shit and being creative and, uh, you know, making like media. Like, I fucking like love that. Like, fucking going to LA, fucking making it big. One step at a time. Like, it's like one of those things where like you put in a lot of work beforehand, like people don't know about shit. And then, like, when you're big, everyone's like, oh, shit, like, did you know that underground shit they did when they did, like, Drunk Dial Hotline? And it's like, yeah, like, fucking hipsters, like, love that shit. So, yeah, overall, just, like, go blue and shit. And, like, it's really great. I want to hear you guys' comments on, like, life and shit and, like, you know, making it out in L.A. Yeah, definitely. Uh, adios. I am flabbergasted right now. Adios. First of all, go blue. Second of all, again, I know this sounds unbelievable, but we really don't know this caller. Uh, but incredible. I feel like I do know. No, he's, he's I mean, he's clearly <laughs> a friend and a neighbor. Yes. Okay, <laughs> where do we begin? I know it seems simple, but I got a lot to talk about. I just like that he yeah. refers to it as career and shit, because I think that really sums it up. <laughs> That's what we're doing here, just career and shit. I'm so glad that we could premiere you. Congratulations. <laughs> You booked the job. I'll send your agent the info. I feel like he's living in another universe where our career is going much better than it actually. Is. Oh my gosh! Like, what? I want to get in that universe. Yeah. What if yeah. he's like living in a parallel space where like we're all really famous yeah. and doing really successful things, and he's just over there talking about underground drunk dial shit? Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. He's like in I the love Bernstein. That uh, universe instead of the Baron. Like we're in the Berenstein. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, explain, yeah, explain yeah. this. Oh, okay. Well, um, the Mandala uh, effect. Yeah, the yeah. Mandala effect. Yeah, which is its own thing. I don't even know how it got the origin of that name, but well, I don't know. Right. Yeah. It's it's a meme people talk about. Um, pretty much uh, every a lot of people remember this like book series called Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears in my mind. Yeah, but like if you look back at it, it's never been spelled like that. It's it's Berenstein. B e r e n. Bernstein. Bernstein. Burns. I always thought it the was Bernstein. Bern, the Bernstein. Bernstein Bears. Honestly, right. I think so I the came theory... from the universe without it because I don't remember that book at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're an original. Wow. Um. Anyways, yeah. So it's like these people on the internet have like all these fan theories about it and stuff, and I wish I knew about it more. So now. he's in a universe where we got huge success from this podcast. <laughs> wow. Can't As wait to jump to it over there. DDH greatness. <laughs> Oh, man. Thanks if for we, calling, if we man. sold t-shirts, I know. that would be... What is gender? DDH greatness. Yes. It was just, like, the most... I love the, like, positivity <laughs> and um, inspiration that he gave, but it was the most general message because I think he realized halfway through that he didn't really know what else we did. <laughs> so he's like... It's like other shit. Other media and... <laughs> cool stuff that I mean, you guys like, do yeah. maybe he's like just a huge fan and can't p- even put it into words the other stuff that we're doing you know like yeah. he's just stuff you know doing? like uh, so many things <laughs> so we do many. we do so much oh my gosh like you know i just started a twitter ca- account this morning where i um weigh my poops every morning Ew. i, I weigh Ew. myself before i poop and weigh myself after i poop um it's called the real donald trump uh follow me there <laughs> 
and uh, I just <laughs> post my shit. Anyways, um, dude, thanks for calling. Love you. Go blue. Go blue. So we're going to try something new here. Oh, my gosh. We're going to try a little segment called Let's Get Texty. Texty. For those who don't know, um, we <laughs> actually... Have... explained that before? Oh, my <laughs> no, God. No, no, no. Wow, really? Um, for those who don't know, you can text our our uh, Drunk Doll hotline number. 323-905-BEER. And so we've had some people text questions or text stories. Uh, so if you want to text us a question, we're going to answer a question at the end of each um, podcast. What's our question today, Nat? Oh, it's a good one. Oh, yes. If you were adopted but hadn't been told, would you want to find out as an adult? Ooh. That's really tough. Um, 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 okay, well, <laughs> my, my, only, my only insight into this is like, um, like, I look a lot like my dad, so I'd be more confused of like, why do I look like my dad? My brother looks like me too. Um, my mom was adopted, actually, and um, she was always told, like, she was told. From she knew. As, yeah, when she was really young, she just knew that her parents chose her. That's like how they told her. Um, that's like just what she always knew. So I don't know. Yeah, that seems. Wait, I need to ask about the question again. Um, would you want to be told as you're an adult, or like never told? Yeah. At all? Would you want to go on living your life never knowing, or would you want to find out? I think I would want to find out, just because I'm a weird person like that. I want to yeah. know everything. See, it, you're troubling me because asking me the question makes me know that it's a possibility. So therefore, I don't know how it could go on not knowing. Yeah. yeah. So my answer is not available. <laughs> so he just doesn't want to know to answer. Broke Zoe. So he, so he wants She's to glitching. just continue. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd want to know. That's, that's interesting. I think like I think like uh, curiosity is a great reason to do to say uh, you would want to know. Also, like just knowing your genetics is like somewhat healthy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to know if I'm gonna go bald. You know. So yeah. like, because my dad really has full head that. of hair, grandpa had a full head of hair, and he was like, "Hey, by the way, you're adopted." I'm like, "Well, fuck." There goes that yeah, guarantee. Yeah. I need to figure this out. You know, like or real things like cancer. Oh yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, those things. But there's so many DNA tests. You just get a q-tip swab your cheek and send it somewhere in the mail and they send you back where you're from is that where all my q-tips have been going maybe <laughs> it was scared i swear we had to find out if our red hair was real or not so people t- text us text us <laughs> i'm feeling very needy friends, right now please friends, text neighbors, me please please text us send us your questions your comments your concerns we'll answer. keep calling in keep drinking keep, keep listening dialing. keep Listening to the drunk dial. And that's a wrap. The drunk dial hotline. Please text me. Come on, guys, please, please text us. Hey guys, um, thanks so much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. Uh, you know we're getting we get we get a lot of responses, um, and we get a, a very specific demographic of people listening to this uh, to this podcast, and we really appreciate it. But you know, if you ever want to like plug something, if you'd ever like to advertise at the end or beginning of this podcast. Just reach out to us on our email, uh, drunkdialpodcast at gmail.com, and yeah. uh, we can have 
Zoe figured that out for us. Yeah, you know, like uh, Jim John's, uh, Veggie Grill, uh, Trader Joe's, yeah. uh, Ben and Jerry's. Uh, Maybe like, uh, what is that? What is that underwear? Meandies. Oh, meandies, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah, some yeah, meandies. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um. <laughs> it will talk. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>